The Self Congress podcast is a lifestyle show that sometimes crosses over into mature territory. The views expressed are those of the host and guests who come from different backgrounds and experiences. Listener discretion is advised. I'm Cameron. Hold up. <laughs> Not what I sound like. Hold up, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go back to my future, please. High school that was Cam. That was terrible. Hi, my name is Denise. You have beautiful eyes. Hi, I'm Cameron. Yeah, you have like a beautiful face. Like, she, she's like, like, good morning, San Antonio or something. That wouldn't stop you. Stop it. What is somebody's, somebody's wife, sir? And? Who am I, basically? Well, um, actually, yeah, it depends who the guy is. Wow. We're not going to talk about you and weddings, okay? No, I'm just kidding. What? Yeah, that's what I thought. Whatever, Cam. Don't make me spill water tea everywhere. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> So, no, yeah, we did choose, like, an interesting day to kind of do this. Um, we didn't know. We didn't know Texas was going to be, like, in the championship game that I'm going to watch the entire time that we record. Um, and yeah, so we didn't know they were going to have Hallelujah Fest downstairs. Going to make weird sounds. Yeah, no doubt. Like, yeah, we chose. <laughs> I was like, uh, blessed be the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we should get them up here to see what they have to say about things. <laughs> Nah, Mike. So we were telling um, some random person. Yeah, right. We were telling. Uh, who was it? We were telling my man Jason for Thanksgiving. I went to his house, mm-hmm. and he was like, "Yeah, I was listening to the show, and my mom walked in, and he was like, oh, yeah, this is uh, Cameron and Peanut's podcast.' And she was like, "Oh yeah, okay.' And then she started listening. She was like, "Oh, they're nasty." <laughs> Immediately, right? What part did she hear? I don't know, probably Peanut talking about one of his many wild nights with loose women. That's this you know, guy right here. Yeah. yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> he was yeah. like, oh, wait a minute, I know what that sounds like. Because I, I always have a smile on my face every morning. <clears throat> but why? I was being sarcastic. Oh, nasty. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> South Congress Podcast, episode 45. My name's Cameron. And I'm Peanut. We are joined by my man, Michael Hara. What up, what up? So... Having Mike on real quick, hold on. Before we continue, you got to make sure you have me on forty-seven too. Yes, that's very necessary. (laughs) Forty-seven. There you go. Um, So yeah, basically, um, whenever I have Mike like on, I'm doing something with Mike. I'm talking to Mike. I got to let people know, like a big reason that this show is called the South Conference Podcast is because of Mike. Um, Basically, Mm. I I forgot about that. Graduated college. I, uh, you know, was looking to fix things. You know, I put all that 100 pounds in college. I was like, I'm going to get back in shape. It's the first thing I'm going to do. <clears throat> Career cam. So I go to uh, 24-Hour Fitness and sign up for a membership, and Mike's there. I mean, I haven't seen Mike since high school. It had been a long time. Um, you know, so we talked a little bit then. We ended up uh, eventually linking um, at Doc's Restaurant on South Congress. And we just sat down and talked. Like, it's interesting talking to somebody you know who's also a stranger, pretty much. Yeah. And we just kind of vibed for, like, a couple of hours. And, you know, from there, it just became that thing where we're very different people growing up. You get to a certain point in adulthood, even if you're different people, you know, just as men, you even if you don't have similar experiences, you have similar ideas. Um, you see the world kind of the same way. And... The biggest thing is, I think we were just people who were looking to grow. And a big part of growing Absolutely. is knowing how the other half lives. Um, and so just from there, like, we became real cool, um, worked on a bunch of projects together. And so, um, yeah, it, that moment was kind of my, what do I want to call it? it? It was kind of my, 
adult moment. And like everybody goes to college, um, not everybody, but you know, people go to college, they get married, they have kids, they do all kinds of stuff like that. It was kind of my, oh, this is what it means to grow up. Like this is what it means to start to figure out life. And the biggest thing was just, you know, being cool with somebody and developing a relationship with somebody that you swore you didn't have anything in common with and just finding out just how similar you were. And it was, yeah. it was dope. And kind of from there, it was like the, the South Congress thing, this part of town, this area, it just gave me a feel and a vibe that the world is bigger than what was on that campus. The world is bigger than 1604 and Calabria. It's just so many things that changed. Um, and yeah, so thanks, Mike. Well, <laughs> appreciate it. Well, what's crazy about it, man, is like, <clears throat> I think, like, I was at, at at a crazy transition in my life at that time. I had just I had just moved here, uh, and, and what's even crazier is like I ran into I don't know how many people at that twenty four hour fitness in Austin, not our hometown, mm. a different city than we grew up in, and like a lot of the cats I was running into were people from like elementary school. Mm. Mm. I'm like, this is crazy, you know, and. Um, I think if, you know, when you say it was like your first adult moment or, or, or whatever, you know, you want to call it, um, you know, I think if anything, if like I, I just I appreciate you because I've had a lot of those, you know, from you and just listening to you and being around you, you know, and growing and <clears throat> a big part, I think that. And I'm going to take credit for this. Uh, <laughs> as you should, as you should. Uh, you know, maybe giving you that that moment was because you probably knew me or remember me as as a jackass little hoodlum that I was, and I was coming out of that, you know. And you were like, "Damn, he's got some goals. He's actually doing things." And like, so um, for, first and foremost, I remember you expressing that to me then. So and. You know, at that time, and it still is for me at times to consider myself a good man, knowing the things that I had done in my past, you know, and so it's, so I appreciate you and everybody that always like, and tells me, kind of reassures me like, you know, you're good, you're doing good mm -hmm. things now. And like, it's still hard for me to kind of, you know, come to terms with that, mm -hmm. you know, because still knowing the things that I was capable of, you know, um, back then. But um, no, thanks too, man. Oh, yeah. and, and, and also, I appreciate you having me on, even though I... I feel like the podcast that I've done and the ones that I've mm -hmm. done with you and the ones that I've done that I tried when I was kind of flirting with it, mm -hmm. uh, uh, I, which I felt I did a pretty shitty job, and that's kind of when I've stopped. Um, but thanks for having me on, even though I, yeah. I know I suck at this. So, <laughs> no, <laughs> so I, I think, appreciate you having me back no, on, man. And so it's kind of a, um, like a making the podcast show. So I think a big thing of what happened was, like, Mike has access to these really, really interesting people. Um, like I just remember, um, like I thought that Jules is like the coolest person in the yeah. world with the things that she went through. Um, but I think what happens is when you have to sort out your schedule and how busy you were at the time, I don't think you can sit down and prep an hour show. Like you know what you want to talk about, but you just Mike doesn't have a free hour. Like, when we were setting up Mike coming here, Mike was like, I think I can make it. Okay, this thing got canceled. Okay, I'll be done right before you start. And so, like, you, what you should do, as, as we talk about it, like, this is weird. This is so meta. What you should do, your show should be once a month. Since there's not a time constraint, you right. take a 15, 20 minutes to sit down, know exactly what you're going to talk about to somebody. Because, again, like, Mike has people on. Like, we, we did the Daniel Jolly thing, which was great. Um... 
And which, matter of fact, we're going to make sure we put links to, to that one and the other show in this show's notes. But we did the Daniel Jolly thing, and that was just mind-blowing. Like, just <clears throat> knowing where he came from, from martial arts as a kid, knowing what it's like to be the alpha of alphas, and then him getting to a situation where, oh, God, everybody around here is as good as me, right. but they actually like being here, too. Like, it was, right. it was a fascinating conversation. Um, and then, you know, like, you training MMA fighters. Like, it's the coolest thing in the world. But again, I think that you'd be better served if like you don't do current events like me and Peanut where we sit here and look at each other and make fun of the whole world. Like right. that's a different thing. So right. but yeah, let's we'll, we'll talk about that. We'll work yeah. that out. Um so the first thing we gotta talk about. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. We made it a point to where we said, look, we're only gonna do shows on weekends. We're going to make sure the show drops on Monday, and hopefully nothing happens between the time we record and the time the show drops, because then we're going to look crazy, right? So, how about Kareem Hunt, man? Like, I want to lay it out for people. Kareem Hunt, second-year running back out of Toledo for the Kansas City Chiefs. Amazing talent. A revelation at running back. The perfect fit for an Andy Reid system. A guy who can run the ball, a guy who can catch the ball, just a stud. He gets drafted to Kansas City um, after they already took a risk on a Tyreek Hill, right? Who had like a big time domestic violence issue. Um, but they were like, you know, that that's in the past. Um, we know we can work with this guy. It's not something we're afraid of happening again. Okay, fine. Let's not play morality police, right? But if I'm Kareem Hunt, and I, I see that I have a teammate who flourishes and really got a chance that maybe he shouldn't have. I'm probably going to maybe not keep myself out of situations, but try to have some restraint when it comes to how I deal with women. Just knowing that my partner, for lack of a better way of saying it, has dealt with this same thing. Now. The conversation I want to have, guys, is more so about the NFL and the Kansas City Chiefs Mm -hmm. than it is Kareem Hunt. Because I did a Twitter poll. I said, okay, this video of Kareem Hunt in this hotel fighting through a guy to push a woman and kicking a woman when she's down. I haven't seen the video. Peanut told me a little bit about it, but that's crazy. Yeah, it's it's outrageous. Um, And and again, it's not – it's bad. It's yeah. not Mortal Kombat bad, but it's bad. And the worst part about it is it's not – you have these conversations where people say, you know, you don't know what happens in other people's homes. Um, you don't know exactly what led to two people scuffling. One person can fall. It looks a lot worse than it is. This is not that. This is people in a hallway, somebody trying to keep them apart, him fighting through them to get to this woman, her being – him eventually spearing her to the ground oh, wow. and then kicking her. Holy shit. Like, this is, it, it's crazy to watch. Yeah. You know? Um, so, this happened in February. So, this happened during the offseason. The Kansas City Chiefs and the NFL were made aware that something happened. What they said was the police wouldn't release the video and the hotel wouldn't release the video. They say they had a conversation with Kareem Hunt, and the story that he told is not what they ended up seeing. And so they see this on Friday. He's released on Friday. Good. Do you guys think that they really didn't see the video until Friday? 
for their for their sake. I would hope that's the case because yeah. if they if they had seen it this whole time, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden now they want to act like you know trying to save face and okay now we're going to release them because now it got leaked you know through TMZ or whoever, mm-hmm. then what does that say about your organization? <laughs> what what does that say about you know really the quality of owners you have in this league? Mm-hmm. I mean look at Dan Snyder picking up Ruben Foster right well, right after his shit. Well, let's one thing yeah. at a time. Okay, but yes. Which is gross. I want to make sure I'm very clear mm-hmm. on that. The Ruben Foster thing is yeah. gross. Um, but yeah. then it's, it's Dan Snyder. So at the end of the day, it's Dan Snyder. Who is gross? He, he's he's an asshole like that, that he's going to make a move like that. See, I don't even know what happened with, with Ruben Foster either. Ruben Foster was released from mm-hmm. the 49ers mm-hmm. for a domestic violence issue last week. And the Washington next, claimed them off waivers. The next wow. day. Very next day. <laughs> Immediately. Very next day. Yeah, I, I don't get you know, it. You know, it's, it's, I think it's uh, out of sight, out of mind type of thing, you know, mm-hmm. until you see it. Like the same thing with uh, Ray Rice. You know, like everybody heard about it mm-hmm. and, and had an idea that he had struck this woman. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it was his wife, right, or his girlfriend. It was his fiance at the time. Fiance, yeah. okay. Um, you know, and... And then everybody saw the video, I think it was like months later, you know, and then it was like, oh, shit. When you you see it, it, it's like, at what point do you, it's just the word. And that's the thing. It's, It's such a fine line, you know, and such a touchy subject that it's like, you know, because women do make things up, you know, but at the same time, in a situation like this, when there's evidence, there's, there's tape, you know, there's witnesses. Um, why do we have to see the tape for there to be such outrage? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, like Pina said, I, I hope they haven't seen it, but at the same time, it's hard for me to believe in today's day and age with everybody having so much access to everything uh, so easily, so easily accessible. Mm-hmm. Like, how how did they just barely see mm-hmm. it? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I don't know. That's the thing. Like, I it, it's weird for me to believe that the NFL, a billion dollar industry can't obtain a video from a hotel. Right. Um, I I just feel like they have so much power and so much sway. Anything that they're actually concerned with, how hard are they really trying to? Exactly. Because we would have, my thing is if they knew about it and we didn't, we've never heard we've never known this. Then what does that say? Like it does make it seem like they have a certain amount of access to information that we do not so yeah, yeah, because this is the first that we've heard about it at all, right? Exactly. Yeah, it was the video release, right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, mm-hmm. so they've known. Yeah, nah, man. Yeah, there's some shady going on there. Yep. It's just it's one of those things where the Chiefs they're now like a, this dynamic team. Mm-hmm. They're out. Right. They're coming out of nowhere. You got right. Patrick Mahomes. He's balling out. It's a beast. Yeah, like you know he's crushing it. Yeah. You know, really, the whole Saints team. You know, they're crushing. They, they can't play a look at defense, save their life. But you know, How they're off, the offen- <laughs> offensively. <laughs> that's another. Yeah. That's a different story at the uh, as well. But um, you know they're crushing it. So obviously that's kind of like your cash cow. Them, mm-hmm. the Rams, the Saints. You know they're your cash cow right now. So obviously, just like with any any uh, really um, anything like that, you're going to protect your cash cow. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. And uh, unfortunately, um, unfortunately, it's kind of like this thing where money pretty much greater than everything. Yeah. It is all about the money. Yep. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So as a middle school coach, mm-hmm. as somebody who trains middle school and high school athletes, mm-hmm. 
what are the conversations that you guys feel like you have to have with these young athletes who they're growing up in a world where they're made to believe that people are out to get them. They're also kind of made to believe because of a social media era that in a lot of cases they have access to girls. Um, you know, they, they, they see so much more at a younger age right. than we did. Right. Which is not to say we were crazy kids. But what I'm saying is mm-hmm. like they can really see any type of woman doing any type of thing at any time. You get enough of that in your head and nobody's telling you that that's not yours. Right. You tend to treat people a different way. So what are the conversations that you guys have with these young men about how to treat women? Well, first and foremost, I think I think uh and I don't know where this starts or where this begins. If, I mean, obviously, first parents number one, but mm-hmm. you know, absolutely, yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well, Thank you. But like, I think the fact that just because these kids have more information and and things are now available at the at the touch of a finger, and 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 they're seeing more and more and more of these women, like, why do they feel that? It's like like you said, Cam. Like that, you have to understand that that's not yours. Well, why mm-hmm. why would they feel that it is? I, I think you know what I'm saying. Like, yeah, it's because I think what happens is we do this thing today where we say that everything has two sides. Um, and it's kind of a thing where, and this is. Let me say this: I'm not discrediting at all the idea that there are people who make things up. There right. absolutely is. Mm-hmm. Right. But I, I do think that we do this thing where <clears throat> because a girl carries herself a certain way, because a girl says certain things, that indicates your level of access to her. I, I think that happens. And it's it's and again, you guys work with kids, you know, phase and assistant principal and the stories I hear are outrageous. And yeah. What happens in a lot of cases is you get these young boys' moms who are like, my son's been accused of such and such. How dare that girl say that? And then Faye's like, well, I, you know, I saw the whole thing on camera. And so then it's a thing where parents are saying, well, you know, these little fast-ass girls. And it's like, well, well, but no, like we have evidence that this isn't the case. And sometimes it is. Most of the times it's not, I guess is what I'm saying. Right. So in a situation where you guys are grooming these young men to be men and I've heard that conversation and sometimes it means nothing Um, but I I do think that you guys seeing these young kids um, seeing them mature into adulthood and granted we I don't think we had a bunch of conversations with coaches about the right way to go about things I think for the most part we all went about things the right way God bless it you know and and Got, you got a strong mom. You got a strong mom. I got a strong mom. So it was, you know, if, if anything, you know, wherever trouble we were going to get into, that wasn't going to be the kind of trouble it was. Um, so do you think that even though it starts in the home, is it a conversation that us as 30-somethings who are around these young guys that we need to have with them absolutely. early on? Yeah, absolutely. yeah. And I mean, I, I do that all the time with, with my students. I tell them, I go, look, guys, like, this is a different age. Um you know, basically, like like um, the social climate is is changed. You know, 180. You have to watch 
what you say and what you do because mm -hmm. even though that may not be who you are, but people are going to if, – if they see you do a certain action or say something, that's pretty much how people are, are going to define you. And it's like I always tell yeah. them. I always tell them. I, I go like with these little girls. I go, you think you're being cute, cat calling them, you know, saying things about their body. But guess what? I always tell them, you're going to say that to the wrong girl. Mm -hmm. She's going to be having a bad day. She's going to go to the principal, <laughs> go to admin, file a report. There's nothing I'm going to do. And I sure as hell wouldn't even step in to defend it because if, that, if that's what you're doing – you know what? See you later. Goodbye. And I applaud that. Yeah. And I'm telling them, yeah. like, yeah. Yeah. I, I yeah. tell them that flat out. I, I go, I'll see you later. Goodbye. Like, you know, uh, I, I'm not going to totally, like, you know, discredit who you are as a person, but as far as being in my program, like, no, I don't want that because I'm, you know, I'm trying to do the best. And I always tell them, when you grow up, when you become adults, when you're, as soon as you turn 18, if you commit some kind of crime out there, the cops aren't going to say, okay, let me take you home. Seventeen you, you, or se, se, yeah, okay, okay, seventeen, eighteen. Like say that real oh quick. shit, okay, yeah. okay. okay. <laughs> Excuse me, juvie. I went to jail. <laughs> okay, seventeen. Um, you know, I basically tell them the cops aren't just going to take you home and say, okay, well, since you still live with mom or you're still in high school, let's go over there. The the school can write you up. And I says, no, I said they're going to like lock you up with grown men or grown women, and whatever happens, happens. Yeah, and I, I go, and that's reality. I, I go, at the end of the day, no, nobody's really going to care what you got going on at home. You have to do your best to be a good young man, good young woman, be respectful, and, you know, just stay out of trouble. And a, a lot of things I always tell them, too, is, like, y'all are too young to be on social media. Oh, yeah. And oh, yeah. My, my thing, too, is also <clears throat> the one thing I really hate about social media is how, like, if it was up to me, I would just kind of feel like, you know, if you're a higher-profile person, like, you shouldn't have access to, like, Twitter or nothing like that because any – even though, obviously, it's everybody's right, but – have you seen what you say on Twitter? Yes. Okay, but look. Okay. I also have like 40 followers. <laughs> that, that's a big difference. Okay, but like, no, what, what I'm trying what I'm trying to get at is like there are people out there, average Joes like us, that feel like, okay, because we follow somebody on Twitter or on Instagram, even though they may not follow back, but it's kind of like, oh, they're our friend. They're speaking directly to me. I can jump in their DMs. I, I can do this. I can do that. Like, you know, basically, like, like we cross the line. And I, I, I kind of feel like we need to just step back from it all and stay in reality. Yes, it's nice to see the nice shit that these celebrities have. It's nice to see the nice vehicles, homes, the cool athletic shit they do, whatever. But at the end of the day, we need to step back and realize, hey, that's not my life. That's their life. My life is here at home with my family or whatever and just kind of stick to that you know it's <clears throat> it's one of those things like getting back to like the original topic mm -hmm. uh like my first my first introduction to kind of like um you know sexual harassment and all that was when i started working for 24-hour fitness and i became a manager they had this huge um you know, obviously, you go through, like, the training, sexual harassment training. And, mm -hmm. you know, as a manager, you, you want to be very careful, especially as a male manager. Like, you, like we were instructed, I mean, over and over and over again to never, ever, ever be in your office alone with a female employee. Yeah. Especially if you're reprimanding her. You know, either A, the door is open, or B, you have a witness. You know, and, like, that was always, like, <clears throat> because, and, and, again, this isn't, you know, there's, I'm using my, well, I guess we're on video. We can see you. <laughs> yeah. you know, but, uh, there's two sides to every story type yeah. of thing, you know, but it's like, you know, at the same time, in that type of scenario, more often than not, 
even if the woman is making it up, they're going to go with her story. Mm-hmm. Typically, at, yeah. at least you would, you would hope, and they should, you know, because the if if they're wrong and that did happen, then you look like an ass. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. So it, it's too risky to not, right? And so, um, so like, it's about not putting yourself first and foremost, not putting yourself in in funky situations mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. first and foremost, right? Um, you know, but then at the same time, it's like, man, just be a good person. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it, it's like I haven't got to the point to where um, I've had those those specific types of conversations with any of my athletes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I talk a lot about leadership. You know, about doing the right thing. Um, you know, and I think all that kind of ties and it goes with it exactly, right. yeah. Yeah. exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, you know, I don't know, man. It's crazy, and it's like. I'm so tired of these of these guys, and and you mainly see them on on social media. But it's like, man, but you got to watch out. Any any girl's gonna come out and say about this that or about you. Like, no, if you haven't fucking done anything, then why would they? You know what yeah, I mean? Like, exactly. You just, obviously that's a, a, just mind your own business. A head dog you know, and yeah. holler. It sounds like you got some guilt on your mind. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, no, I, I yeah. agree. For the most part, for the most part, if you're a person who carries yourself. In a high regard, if you're a person who's not in a lot of situations that can be questionable, you won't be questioned. Right. For the most part. You right. And they can change, but definitely. Nah, yeah. I'm going to have to delete a lot of tweets if we come up. A <laughs> no, lot I, mean, I mean, no, it is. A lot of tweets. It okay, is, so, but it is what it is, though. So I, I do want to uh, touch on you, you know, what you said, if you're a high profile or whatever, like mm-hmm. you, sh- you shouldn't be on social media. So, so I agree with that to an extent, but at the same yeah. time, so... Uh, I went to a, uh, a character. I'll tell you what, not to cut you off, y'all rock with that for a second. We got one more coming in. Okay, so I um, I went to a character and leadership seminar. A good friend of mine held up in uh, in Pinehurst, North Carolina. Okay, and um, <clears throat> he. So what I really liked about about the seminar, the workshop, was that it was you know it, it certainly because a lot of that stuff can kind of be. Um, Redundant, you know, the same stuff over and over again, um, very repetitive. And yeah. so um, he really did a really a great job on um, keeping it current, you know, and obviously social media is huge right now, right? Mm-hmm. Huge. And so, excuse me, um, you have to be able to bring that in to leadership, you know, and if, if you fancy yourself as any type of leader in any type of, uh, uh, to, no matter what capacity, um, and you're not using social media, then you're leaving a lot on the table. South Congress and the Pro Wrestling Torch East Coast cast have two online stores to buy shirts, hoodies, stickers, mugs, notebooks, and more. Visit redbubble.com and tpublic.com and search Seahawk to see all of the merchandise. We run specials every few weeks, so join the South Congress and East Coast cast Facebook fan pages for all the details on our online specials and promotions. You know what I'm saying? Does that yeah. make sense? Mm-hmm. So it's like, so I hear what you're saying on that, but as long as, to kind of get back to the original, if as long as you're doing good things and you're not being a jackass, you're why not be on social media? Because it's it's such a it's such a good tool to kind of have a, a good positive influence on these young kids at the same time. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, no, I, I get that, but I mean... I guess like my thing is kind of like how young is too young for ki- for kids to no. be on social media. Okay, yeah, I, I'm with you on that. I'm yeah. with you on that. Yeah. Like, so I think my kids, 
I think the earliest I'm going to allow them is probably 15. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, they'll be in high school at, at that point. Earliest. Yeah. And that makes a lot of sense because they're in high school. They have right. more of a sense of what's going on. And, and even yeah. at that, like, it's going to be very, very, like, uh, I'm going to have all the, the parental locks on it. I'm going to be yeah. able to have access to it all. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's it like ain't... the Firefly or the Jitterbug, whatever it's called. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> you know, man, I'm like, Mike, Mike Miles, 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 and we are out of the norm because they don't have iPads and tablets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like all their friends got all these gadgets and all these crazy things. And I'm like, man, mine are outside playing. Yeah. And that's what it should be. That's what it should be. And they probably also, I mean, they probably don't have any food allergies either or anything like that, do they? Or? No. Yeah, no. see, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I say, like, you know, I can eat a PB&J sandwich around your kids and they won't die. There's a direct good. link to, to iPads and, and no, no. peanut allergies? No, no, no. All I'm saying is like. like kids you know, used to be tough for peanut? No, just kids played outside and kids were, you know, rolling around in dirt and mud. And like, I mean, hell, when I was a little kid, I, I, I would dig little mud pits and put water in it and like swim in that shit. One, because I was Mexican. Keep, I couldn't afford a pool, but, keep, you know. Keep going. Keep going. But, you know, <laughs> make it, make it I, mean, I mean, you know, just shit like that. <laughs> and, you know, just didn't give a damn. Like, we're always outside. But, I mean, it, it's like – and that's why the I always kind of realize a lot of the shit because we, we kind of put kids in, like, this little bubble. You know, we don't want them to get dirty. We, we don't want them to be exposed to this or that. And it's like, well, I mean, that's why a lot of this – allergies and all this like shit's happening like you know expose the kids to it early just like when chicken pox when that's why when there's a little infant that gets it you put up your kids with them so they get it right then and there so they don't get it when they're an adult and they can't really fight it off this is the perfect perfect mm-hmm. opening <laughs> so, <laughs> and that if miles is here we'll have some fun oh yeah um, <laughs> so look is his mom on this Southwest flight, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I, li- I like telling oh. these stories around Mike because I know Mike doesn't like dig for the uh, for like the pop culture stuff. So Mike's always like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> so this is mom on the Southwest flight, right? She's mm-hmm. livid because I guess um, whoever talks over the speaker makes fun of her kid's name. Oh, and no. then he did see that, and then she sees them making fun of her kid's name on social media. Now. If the kid's name was like Leroy, or if the kid's name was like, I don't know, put a lie in front of it, LaDerek or LaMichael or Leticia, something like that, Mm -hmm. then I would kind of be like, you know what, (laughs) son of a bitch, how dare you? The kid's name was Absidy. A, B, C, D, E. A, B, C, D, E. Yes, I did see this. I did see this. Now, look, (laughs) I'm not for bullying. However. Hold on. Hold on. Before, <laughs> so before I, I forget this, so, so I don't remember who told me this, but it was somebody mm-hmm. who's a teacher. I don't know, maybe one of my cousins or something. But apparently, she had this student who the child's name was, uh, I think, let's say, Tuh, and then there was a dash mm-hmm. and uh, and so she was like trying to figure it out, mm-hmm. right? Like, like to uh, yeah, t-uh, you know what I mean? That's what t- to Dasha. That's what that's what yeah. it was. <laughs> <laughs> and I think, like, Mm-mm. listen, sins of the father, man. We all have some type of shortcoming or some type of ailment or some type of issue based on something our parents went through. Mm-hmm. Everybody has that. You know what I mean? Like, it's just it's genetics and it's learned behavior and all kinds of things. 
a lot of those things our parents don't give to us on purpose. They're just not perfect people. Right. Yeah. You very clearly gave your child a hard name to grow up with. <laughs> like what I name Sue. I I understand like that mom being upset that her child was made fun of. Mm-hmm. I think somebody also needs to step in and be like, look, you're mad at that man because of something you did though. You definitely gave him the opening to make fun of your child. Love your damn kids. So please. what did he say though? Like what? I didn't what was catch said. exactly what was said. It, it, it didn't say. It, it just said that basically, like they were just like over the like he said over the PA system. They're making fun of it, and then went to social media. I guess so to further. Were they, were they were they purposely or was the PA actually left on? You know what I mean? Oh, like, not, I, no, from that what I know. understand, it was it was very done very much on purpose. From oh, what I understand, there you go. Okay, but even if they're just cracking jokes in the background, like you right. put your kid in a bad position, right. it's like again, you guys coach and train kids. Mm-hmm. You're not going to put a third stringer on the first team. Mike, if you have a kid that you know has a certain amount of endurance, you're not going to make him run three miles. Right. You're not going to put him in a position to fail. Like, we got a kid at Texas right now, Lil' Jordan Humphrey. Fascinating name, right? Yeah. My, my, my oldest, his name's Jordan. He loves it. Yeah. He loves it. it. And, I mean, God bless the kid for being 6'4 with crazy hands and right, a wingspan, right? right? right, right, mm-hmm. right. If, if Lil' Jordan Humphrey was 5'6", yeah. With heavy feet. <laughs> yeah. He'd have the hardest life imaginable. Yeah, and, and I think that, like, I don't I don't know. I'm not telling you what to name your kids. I'm telling you that you, if you put your kid in a bad position, they get made fun of. You got to hold that L. But were y'all sitting around and eating dinner like, you know what? I know you're six months pregnant. Let's start talking about names. You know what would be lit? <laughs> Absidy. Like, like absinthe? No, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Bust this. Bust this. A, B, C, D, E. Absidy. Is that, is that the way the conversation went? Mm-mm. Who knows? I mean, I, I, I did have a uh, former athlete. His name was A.B., Short for just A B A B E E. No, that that was that, that was the actual name. Like it wasn't short friend. That was government the ad- given. Yes, A-B. yes, A B. Okay, I mean he's a good kid, and like, uh, and uh, he better be. No, he, he's you either got to be a good kid or a terrible kid. <laughs> a terrible, you can't yeah. be middle no, of the road he, with he, that he name. A, no, <laughs> yeah. and, and he was a good kid. You know, hard worker. Um, you know, he he was he was one of my uh, one of my favorite players. You know, like I said, because like you know, he, he didn't give a shit. He was short. You know, very rotund. You know, didn't give a fuck. The only thing I think that he had really against him was his damn voice. He sounds like a broken uh, like a broken uh, speaker box at a fast food drive through. My so, name is AB. No, no, no. It was like well, like uh, he'd be like rhymes on me, rhymes on three. <laughs> That's how you, it would sound just like that. And it's like, a- what the a- fuck are you saying? Fantastic. <laughs> oh, boy. But good kid, though. Good kid. So. How's the UT game going right now? Um, they're at halftime right now. Okay. 2014, Oklahoma. Okay. Shit. To put a timestamp on that. Mm. So, mm-hmm. on our quest for world domination. Yeah. Here's the thing that happened to me, right? Mm-hmm. So, I was like, I keep telling Peanut. And some people, like, are going to see this via video we're going to take pictures and stuff we're going to be super pretty I keep telling peanut i say look the podcasting <clears throat> space is dominated by fat white men we are not that nope we have a chance to be something different um we should be very visual we should be very public um we should you should see me i was getting dressed this morning 
And I laid out like the whole outfit on the bed and I pulled a new shoes out the box and face like, who are you? <laughs> who, who, who are you? And I'm like, oh, like, I'm trying to explain it to her. So what I did was, and this is, I didn't tell you this because uh-huh. I didn't want to tell you beforehand because I okay. didn't want to get made fun of in a group chat. So I went through a bunch of old pictures on social media and I tagged the brands I was wearing in the pictures. Fix your face. <laughs> this, there's an end game here. So I do that, and then later in the day, I get a comment on one of the pictures, and it's from this brand. And they're like, hey, um, we think you'd be a good ambassador for us. And so I DM them. I get to talking to them. And they're like, uh, I'm going to wait till I actually get some stuff to officially like put it out there. But yeah. um, they're like, hey, we'll give you X discount um, for being an ambassador. And then we're going to give you your own code to where when you promote, people can use your code to get a discount on it. I was like, okay, bet. That's, yeah, that's a thing that we're going to do. And the code, I got to make the code. The code is like super cool. I'm going to tell you later. Um, but yeah, so one more step, one more thing. Mm-hmm. Go do something. <laughs> hey. What's up? No, no, it's just, no, and, and again, I'm around. All you guys influencers. I'm around models who wear super cool clothes and shoes. And everybody knows I'm like the cheap bummy <laughs> one in the group. <laughs> and so like slowly and, and Mike, like cause we're in a group chat together and it's like Miles, my brother, uh our man Chris, and they're just all sneakerhead streetwear guys. And and then me. This H and M kid. And so like I'm like, okay. I should incorporate a little bit of what they do into what I'm doing. Mike, you do this great thing of meeting everybody and partnering with all these different groups. And you did the be somebody thing. Mike had a big billboard downtown. And I'm just like, yo, the more visual we can be, the better. Because it's just different than what people do in podcasting. A bunch of people sit in a room or in front of their computer with toys in the background with some headphones on their head. And they stare at their webcam and they talk like that. And for some people it works out great, but we just can't do a thing that everybody's doing. True. So That's go, very true. Go do some push ups. Go run. And clean up that beard. <laughs> Thank you. Peanut's growing his beard out for the first time and it's so funny. Cause he doesn't know what to do with it. You definitely look like like the third it, nigga in the O'Driscoll gang in Red Dead. <laughs> <laughs> You're the third nigga. Like <clears throat> I'll put it like this guys. If next week's episode it's only me <laughs> and we 47 it's only and 48 and 49 and 50 are you going to kill me and I get hit on Twitter hey what happened to Seahawk you, I don't know he just don't come around you're anymore you're going to kill me no we're not going to be out of here it's just like um, I won't you might <laughs> I just no I just really think we just have a chance to do oh, no, something yeah, you're special right. no you're right and I, I want this to be like a big visual strong thing um, and people have been great about it. Like one thing that we started doing different um, every week now, we do a video <laughs> promo for the podcast, and I think that that helps. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. Because because people like they they respond to it. They think you're funny. You're really kinetic on the video. You do a lot of things. Thank you. Um, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> and um, yeah, we started doing that different. Um, way more merchandise. Um, Peanuts wearing our Northwest Side T-shirt uh, right now. I, I meant to, dog. I got the tank. I meant to wear. It, yeah, I, okay, I, I wouldn't even go back to the house from the gym. So yeah, that's, that's a long move. Get your Peanut Team Dream tanks as well. <laughs> Northwest free, Side, free, free Northwest till I rest. Yeah, that's right. Yes, sir. Time. Countdown City. You know. Yes, and so, sir. And people have been super receptive to that. I, I just think that we are we're guys hanging out at the house. Mm-hmm. We're guys sitting around the TV talking, um, and. 
I, I think that people respond to that because we're not talking at people. We're talking with people. Yeah, you know, absolutely. It's, it's a different feel. So mm-hmm. like everybody being a part of that, like, it's great. But Fantastic. for the record, I will say. I hate when you say no, no, for no, the no, record no, no, it's no, always no, a lie. No, no, it's not a lie. No, for the record, um, my weight room at school is currently uh, on lockdown because there's bats in there. So I can't, I can't access it. <laughs> you blaming bats? No, so I gotta get. I'm saying I gotta get more creative now. Who are you, Mister Freeze? This, this is this is a precursor to you being a superhero, though. I, I think you should. I think I think I should walk if, in there. If you embrace it, if you embrace it, then nah, just go in hey, there and work out Ginobili, with the bats. Ginobili, dog. Ginobili, just start grabbing them, throwing them. Yeah, on. yeah there you go. Swatting that bitch in midair. I don't. I don't know the uh, the school be uh, the school district be appreciative to start doing that shit and get rabies in. Yeah. Nah, do it. I don't know. Workman's comp will cover. So. Nah, do it. It'll be fine. Yeah, maybe. Just make sure you, you know what? We'll do first. a poll. Should I go in there and smack bats? On <laughs> Should you go smack bats? I love it. Nah, man. What else we got before we get out of here? Oh, before we get out of here. You guys are strong. Uh, what else do we want to talk about? I don't know. So we talked about Kareem Hunt. Mm-hmm. We all agreed. Yeah. 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 Nasty Gross. Business. Yeah. Talked about the, the Ab City kid and treating your children better. Yeah. What else we got? Um, you know, what's this whole craze with putting hot Cheetos on everything? What else we got? (laughs) 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 There you go. Um, I I really don't know what else. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Because, again. We were were supposed to brainstorm Wednesday. What happened? Who did did something Wednesday? Uh, Apparently, we were supposed to brainstorm what we want to talk about on Wednesday. That never happened. And you said that. I want to wait till Wednesday. And we we can talk about what we're going to do. I do another show on Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah. You do? So, <clears throat> that's a, <laughs> that leads to an interesting conversation. So, Dust mites. how much do you think podcasting costs? Like, to buy the equipment? Just to podcast. Like, if how much would it cost for a month? Mmm. Honestly, maybe a couple hundred bucks. Yeah, I think that one common misconception of this mm-hmm. is that it's like a free thing. No. And I think that you have to put a certain amount of money into anything for it to be successful. Yeah, you know what I mean? absolutely. Yeah, that's a loaded question. I think, like you said, it, it depends on how successful you want it to be. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I'm saying? It also depends how serious you, you get, take it because, I mean, with equipment like in here – this is really good quality shit. Yeah. Like, this ain't just some, right. you know, bummy shit where you're going to hear echoes and all, yeah. all types of bullshit. This is really good stuff. Okay? Yeah. And, I mean, like, you know, you've heard yeah. the difference between <laughs> when we're in Cameron's well, living room kind of thing. No, we did. <laughs> yo, we went from, I think if you listen to, like, episode 36, I think that was the breaking point. little snow point. globe. That was the breaking point where it was like, yo, um, I think Milan said it. He was like, I want to listen to your show, but I can't get through it. And so then we had to put money on it. Mm-hmm. Like we immediately had to be like, yeah, this has yeah, to be Yeah, it, it's different. all about investing, mm-hmm. investing in your own product. However much you invest, like time and money and effort is going to depend on the success of your, pro- uh, of your and podcast. It, and which, it's one of those things, too, that if you don't, it's like then people will question like, what? Well, then maybe he doesn't really believe in it. Mm-hmm. And if he don't believe in it, then why should I? Yeah, exactly. Or, you know, like some people, they, they podcast and they do the same, the same thing for X amount of years and they don't want to change. They don't want to get better. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't want to put in the effort. They they know that they have the chance to, but they're just kind of like, uh, I'm happy just with the way things are right now and just sitting around doing nothing. And it's just like, 
I mean, it's like, you know, with you, the difference, I think, with us and a lot of other podcasts is, like, every week we're constantly thinking about, okay, what can we do to make mm-hmm. it better? Like, even though I, I personally feel like, you know, we're doing a good job, but, yeah, it's always like you don't ever want to be satisfied. You I, always want yeah. to make sure your listeners are getting the best, um, you know, the, the, the best value. I, I think I'm saying all this to mm-hmm. say now, like in the last couple of months, mm-hmm. it's been a lot easier for me to do the promo and to do the advertising and to just reach out to people and talk to them. Yeah. Because before, I thought what we were doing was good, but, and, and Miles, um, we probably had the very first conversation about it. If you look at like our early iTunes reviews, it's like, yo, this is a good show and it's going to get better when the quality improves, which is Miles' nice way of saying, yeah, this needs to be more. <laughs> and, and I think that as time went on, as we were able to say, like, look, we have an audience. We know on a bad week how many people are going to listen to this thing. If, if you know, X amount of people are riding with you every week, we need to make sure that the quality is as good as it can be for them. Mm-hmm. Because right. they're willing to, they're will, they've been almost busting their damn speakers in their car with the volume going up and down so high. Let's make <laughs> sure that we give them something substantial. And so, yeah, it was easier for me once we decided, yo, this is our serious thing that we're doing. Mm-hmm. We're putting money into it. Um, it was easier for me to be like, okay, I can talk to people about this. I can advertise about this. Yeah, I can absolutely. reach out to companies to say, hey, can you do X, Y, and Z for us? This is what we're putting forth. Mm -hmm. And so that's a good thing that changed. I think that, like you said, with anything, it's not just about the money, but that is one way to show, hey, this is something I'm very serious about. This is something I care about. I'm coming, you know, out of my pocket to contribute and make sure that this thing is successful. So yeah, that's and, been and, great. Yeah, and you know, and, and always like, uh, like you have the the patron thing going on. You know, if we get more subscribers, we can definitely make this almost you know close to like because I think right now we're doing this like what at least once a month coming down yeah. the studio. You know, if we get more subscribers, uh, we can get more money. Like we're not just going to squander and just be like, okay, whatever, and just buy random bullshit. No, definitely we're definitely <laughs> a new pair of shoes. <laughs> Could you, you just might. imagine that? Like nothing changes. You just still hear audio, but you just see <laughs> new shoes on Instagram every week. Like what is he really doing with the money? For the record, I, I am getting new shoes in about a week or so, but it's out, it was out of my own pocket. So nah, out of my, know. my own budget. No, nah, we saw it. Yeah. Definitely stole the Patreon bag. No, <laughs> no, I don't even I don't have access to it. I have access, I have, I have, but uh, for the record, I have access to none of the funds. I, you know I you know, in fairness, I do need to give you more passwords. You should have access to things, but then you'll you'll just post like rude Jude white people Wednesday every day on it. What's wrong with that? Every that shit's day, funny. It's Wednesday. Yeah, I don't want to see Rude Jude White People Wednesday on a random Friday. Doesn't matter. That shit's can, can hilarious. Can you believe white people dance with sparklers in their kiddie pool? Yes. Yes, I can. <laughs> <laughs> Next. <laughs> but it's hilarious. I mean, no, but I mean, like, like, like honestly, he, he's a guy, like, you know, he's on Sirius XM. I really think we reached out to him, like, um, you know, like, a, maybe interview for a podcast. I think we can we can get him on. Peanut has so, this. I, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, let me ask y'all this. What, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure y'all listen to plenty of podcasts mm-hmm. on your own, but, but which yeah. ones in, in particular do you listen to to try and better yourself? Myself. If any. Like, I mean, the podcast. Peanut myself. doesn't listen to no, podcasts. I mean, I listen to myself. This is the thing about this. No, this is what's funny. So when I when I was when I was brainstorming, I was like, okay, we'll talk about the Meek Mill album. We'll talk about the Aquaman trailer, and then I remembered who my partner is, and I'm like, oh, we're not doing any of that. No, but you know, on my own, I, I did start listening to the Meek Mill album. I like really? it. Really, I really do. Yes, oh. I really do like it so far. I kind of, I mean, I kind of feel like he was a little bit off beat sometimes. I don't know, but that might be me. But I did like it overall. Meek Mill can't rather beat Peanut. 
That's another it, thing. It, like, no, no. So I don't we know. Let, See? We let Peanut into the group chat like a year and a half oh, ago. Shit. And Peanut's like slowly like listening to a little bit of music. Yeah. Peanut's on stock X buying Jordan. I'm proud of myself for getting yeah. my first yeah. pair. I mean, I, I no, felt kind of bad getting them, but it's funny. We I just really loved them when I saw them. There's this thing that we're doing right now, um, reaching out to a company to see if we can partner with them. And that was a question they asked. Um, Joe Budden podcast is my big one. Okay. I think that um, a lot of what we do is similar to them in that mm-hmm. it's, Friends in a room, right? Talking right. about breakfast what's pods going on are the, in the best, world, but also they're already familiar with each other, mm-hmm. so that they can have a conversation. Right. Um, yeah. uh, the read is a big one, and the reason that's a big deal to me, like it's um, super black podcast, but it's a gay guy and a gay woman, and they love Beyonce to death. But they talk about all the things that are going on in my world too, but they have a different slant, you know? Right. But mm-hmm. the confidence with which they speak and the knowledge that they know kind of makes it great. And the other one for me is How Did This Get Made? Um, which is a podcast talking about bad movies. And they just get, it's uh, Paul Shear. You watch uh, The League at all? No, nah, I, I don't have cable, dog. I ain't. What's this for me? I mean, <laughs> I didn't watch TV I, at I all, period, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah but, Paul Shear. <laughs> and then, um, I, what's the other guy's name? Uh, the guy that's Rafi in, in the league. but they Jason um, Mansukis. Jason Mansukis, And then um, Paul Shear's wife, who is June Diane Rayfield, um, who's been in some stuff too. And they're just talking about bad movies. And they're actors, so they can kind of reference all that stuff. So mm-hmm. the familiarity with which they talk is just yeah, like a big deal to me. When you know yeah. your subject mm-hmm. matter, it's great. Yeah. So, yeah, like we don't want to come on here sounding like a bunch of asses. So we, you know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> have you, speaking of that last one, it reminds me of, I was just talking to one of my clients this morning about Shea Serrano's podcast. He's got, you know who Shea Serrano is? Shout out to Southside San Antonio. You no, know I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> him. Um, and he's kind of an inspiration for things, too, because he's very, he's thoroughly San Antonio. He's thoroughly oh, yeah. Super organic. Like, Puro yeah. San Antonio. Super. Yeah. Puro and San Antonio. Yes, sir. And again, that, that's the thing that's I think that works for us is right. that like we don't. My voice in here is my same voice out here, is my same voice in the text, is my same voice on Twitter. Very authentically me. Peanut can only be himself. He has no fake in him. And that's a horrible thing sometimes. It's a great thing. Oh, God. That's always a great thing. But, yeah, um, but yeah, his authenticity. Yeah. Um, and also, like, the fact that he can relate a movie like, I think he's doing um, Black Panther this week, talking about Killmonger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He can relate that to growing up Southside of San Antonio. Right. It, yeah. It's just, yeah. it, it's perfect. And that's... That's what we strive to de- strive to be. I wonder where went to school at. I don't remember. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. you know what's funny though is uh, so y'all seen Blood and Blood Out, right? Oh, I love Absolutely. that movie. Okay. I love that Absolutely. shit. I live and die. I live and die by That's, that movie. Absolutely. Yeah. So it's funny. So I had this conversation in my head because I was mm-hmm. gonna, not that I was gonna, on purpose ask that, but mm-hmm. in my head you yeah. said no, and I like about wanted to slap you because you said. <laughs> <laughs> said no to what? <laughs> that you hadn't seen it, but I was like, no, I, I did see. No, it. I get oh, it, yeah, but in, oh. in, when I was, oh, if I if I said no, okay, right, I got right, you, right. okay. But uh, I don't, so, I don't get fucked up, man. I want to live. <laughs> I want to see Christmas. No, nah, but so his Christmas is important. His, so his profile picture <laughs> is Miklo, right? Yeah, yeah. And he tells everybody on Twitter when they ask, like, that's my uncle in prison. And one of my clients, who is uh, a middle aged uh, teacher at Westlake. Mm-hmm. Oh shit! Yeah, and she believed him, and she came in and she's telling me this, <laughs> and I, oh, dog, I fell out, I fell out. <laughs> I said, and, Being in on the joke is a big deal. 
Like, it feels good to be in on yes. that joke. Yeah, but yeah. what was funny, so like, so a few weeks later, he's talking about it, and, and somebody asked him again, and, and, and he said it again, and then she she had saw it, and then she she tagged me and was like, you know, I told my Irish-Mexican client or trainer from San Antonio, you know, uh, this, and he fell out of it, and like, he liked it and retweeted it. Yeah. So it was funny. But nah, he shows love, <laughs> yeah, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I live and die by that movie. Yes, Me you too, do. Because you've only seen three movies your whole life. <laughs> it doesn't matter. You've seen, That's my shit, you've seen Blood In, Blood Out. That's yep. my shit. Five Will Goes West. <laughs> yeah, once or and, twice. And uh, Fern Gully. Those no, are only three movies I didn't care for Fern Gully. But you saw it. Yeah. You've seen three movies your whole life. I've seen Dumb and Dumber. You really live by that movie, too. You oh, think fuck yeah. Shit. Oh, it's, it is a shit. It's classic. We should do a whole episode about mm. the time I came to y'all's house and watched Employee of the Month. And didn't I did not own that. That was Adam that owned it. I do not own anything. Don't uh, Dane Cook. We're gonna have a, a sub podcast called Peanuts White Friends. <laughs> it's just about you and the time you spent with Adam Hansen and how it makes and Brandon my Siler. On oh, Brandon Siler. What is he doing now? Uh, he's like a firefighter slash EMT in Houston. White people be coming up. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. Before we get out of here, anything that you want to plug, Mike? Tell the city of Austin about you, Jim. Um. Bear Creek Performance Training. We're down in South South Austin, also known as Manchac, Texas. Um, looking to get our second location. Kind of sort of have one downtown. Going to be called Shoal Creek Performance Training. Hmm. Um, main thing we do is one-on-one personal training. We also offer a variety of group classes. We have hit classes, group lift, yoga with an incredible yoga instructor, yoga teacher. Uh, uh, what else do we do? Uh, I have youth athletic training, speed training. Um, for you know, talk a little bit about the kids. I got nine to thirteen year olds who I call my rookies, and then I have fourteen and nineteen year olds who are my D one prospects. Um, and I don't just build muscles; I help build character too. That's what we do. That's there what we go. strive to do. So you know, cool, try to be a little bit. Yeah, that's <laughs> real awesome. Yeah. Might shuttle my kids back and forth to yeah, South, right. South Austin, Manchette, Texas. Yeah, man. There you go. Peter, anything you want to get off before we get out of here? Nah, just uh, just guys, you know, please um, give us five-star rating. Get those good reviews. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. We did get a new one. They didn't say, we did? they didn't say any words, but that's oh. fine. Oh, that's fine. Just hit we, the We love star. you. We appreciate you. And get your Peanut Teen Dream uh, stickers and free peanut... Uh, Shirts, me. stickers, hats, whatever. We have to Onesies. send out our monthly gift to the to the patrons. Hold Let's on, so real quick. Ah, never mind. That's that's all. We'll, we'll talk about that off. Okay. Shop stuff. We'll yeah. talk about it. Yeah. Burton, anything you want to get off? I don't, man. Just tell a friend to tell a friend. There's them again. Peanut and Cam, South Congress podcast. You know how it goes. Northwest till I rest. We're yes, in sir. here, San Antonio, in Austin right now. R.I.P. Bishop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, oh, God, did you get one of the dogs? Well, we're getting one. We are getting okay. one. What are um, they? Pit and what? We don't know. They're not pit. No. They're, but they look, yeah. It's, the, the mom was one, and she warned it off one day. And there is a pit in the house. And so he I saw that, yeah, and I was like. the pit, no, nah, he's not okay. the daddy. Because okay. he's fixed. So he's sitting there like. <laughs> Real Northwest <laughs> shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Real Northwest <laughs> shit. No, um, so a year ago today, um, my dog passed. My man Bishop. Oh, today. And, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. a year ago today. Um, and it's been a crazy year since then. Some real highs and some real lows. Um, love that guy to death. Miss him. Very best friend. Um, but, you know, um, he's in a better place, I absolutely believe, now. And now we're looking like a new puppy. And so, like, that's that's a process I think everybody should go through. Mm-hmm. We have to experience loss to appreciate all the things that we do have. Oh, for sure. It right. sucks yeah. that that's the way to go about no it. Doubt. But that's what it is. Um, and just... 
all the cool things that we've worked for to make happen in 2018. I'm super proud of. I know 2019 is going to be the shit. It's going to be amazing. Yeah, man. Blessings on blessings on blessings. Absolutely. So, yeah. Um, going to have a new wardrobe. <laughs> it's going to be so this clean. <laughs> South Congress Podcast, episode 45. From my man Mike, my man Miles, my man Peanut. My name is Cameron, and we're out. Bye. Yeah, yeah. Want to support the show? Want a specific topic, comic, show, or movie discussed? Supporting the South Congress podcast on Patreon allows you to dictate the conversation. Visit patreon.com slash Seahawk for details on how you can support and guide the show.